0: Love, Talk Radio.
1: Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live, worldwide. Deliverance, with your host, Jay Bartlett. I've encountered many spiritually bound individuals whom we were not able to spend ample time with to free, to free them from the demonic powers that enslave them. My friends, exorcisms are often time-consuming events, and there are times when we are limited in offering the sufficient time to properly offer spiritual assistance. There are countless people needing deliverance from evil spirits, needing an exorcism, thereby making it very difficult to spend quality prayer time with each and every individual. By God's grace, we try our very best to meet each and every need, but to be honest, we fall short. We do fall short. So in light of this reality, we often encourage the souls that we meet with who need ongoing ministry to take authority. To take the authority that they have in Jesus Christ over the demons themselves and to drive them out. To drive out the spirits that might be tormenting them. Yes. There may be times when the assistance of a believer is needed but one might not be available and you need spiritual relief immediately.
2: So we encourage
1: the practice of commanding prayers. Moving from petition to forceful command even in your personal life. And tonight We're going to take some time to discuss self-deliverance on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance.
0: Next up, this is Michael Tate with another story of A Jesus Freak from The Voice of the Martyrs.
2: The Voice of the Martyrs is still sorting out an unsettling turn of events in Indonesia involving a 58-year-old Christian man who was convicted of blaspheming Islam. When Antonius Bawengen received the maximum five years in prison for distributing literature that allegedly spread hatred of Islam, the sentence was protested by more than a thousand people. But the protesters were not demanding a more lenient sentence. They wanted Antonius to be killed. To punctuate their demands, the mob attacked police with stones and set two churches on fire. For specific ways to support and pray for Christians in Indonesia, go online to persecution.com.
0: Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news of another real life Jesus freak. It's
1: 2nd century Rome. Justin Martyr is a respected pagan philosopher. But seeing Christians willingly die for their faith consumes him with curiosity. So he reads the scriptures and converts. He even opens a school of Christian
0: philosophy in Rome. As his last act, Justin offers his martyrdom as a witness for Christ, saying, For though we are beheaded, crucified, We do not forsake the confession of our faith. But the more things of this kind which happen to us,
1: the more are there others who become believers through the name of Jesus.
2: For more on the voice of the martyrs, go online to persecution.com.
1: Attacks can be relentless, they can be intense. Therefore, the need to practice self-liberation, self-deliverance, which is taking authority over the demonic force yourself and finding liberation without the aid of another believer is called upon. It's my hope and prayer that this broadcast, that this radio presentation will equip you, my friends, will equip you my fellow believers, my fellow brothers and sisters, in self-liberation and utilizing commanding prayers. The Apostle Paul was no stranger to the enemy's vicious attacks. He was constantly, constantly dealing with the demonic and facing down the devil. In 1 Thessalonians, my friends, in in chapter 2, we read of the Apostle Paul being confronted with Satan. He writes, But we, brethren, having been taken away from you for a short time in presence, not in heart, endeavored more eagerly to see your face with great desire. Therefore we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and again, but Satan hindered us. But Satan... Hindered us. Time and again, the Apostle Paul writes, Satan hindered us. Paul desired to travel to Asia, but was hindered by Satan. It wasn't a one time face down, it was multiple times he was confronting Satan. You'll notice, however, in the New Testament, though Paul was hindered, he didn't cease from preaching the gospel. Of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is a key in fighting the devil. Which is persevering. Paul was stubborn for God. But he wasn't about to let. The devil win. He continued on. Fighting to the very end. That is why he mentioned. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Though Satan hindered him. At times, he persevered and finished the race. This is a key believers need to embrace. We need to persevere in fighting the demonic. When face-to-face with the enemy, persevere, my friends. Believing the work that God has started in you will come to completion as promised in his word. Which tells us this. That being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Satan cannot hold on to a believer forever. He may hinder, as he did with the Apostle Paul at times, but he cannot win. For we know what is written at the end of the book. Jesus wins. We win because we are on the side of Jesus. <clears throat> so when with this in mind, my friends, us believers are called upon to perse- persevere with Jesus. This is what I have done in nearly a quarter of a century of service to Jesus Christ. I've been attacked by the demonic forces, and yet hold on to Jesus. I persevere knowing my Savior will hold me, and my Savior will hold you. When staring at the face of the enemy, do not run. Hold steadfast. Persevere, knowing the love of God will keep you. The love of Jesus Christ will sustain you. The love of the Father will help you. And remember, in your spiritual wars with the devil, you have been given weapons. Weapons as in plural. plural. Weapons. You have many weapons, spiritual weapons, my friends, to battle the enemy when standing face to face with him. Use those weapons. Stand firm in the Lord Jesus Christ Knowing that you have the power And the authority and the victory in Christ And God has given you authority and power Over the enemy This is seen so clearly in sacred scripture When you have been justified by faith And faith alone in Jesus Christ He gave you all the power All authority That you need to face down the enemy this power though this authority needs to be utilized by faith or else it just lies dormant and as I travel around North America and around the world this is something I have seen countless times and it is sad I've discovered that the church, especially in the Western world, rarely uses the power and authority that we have in the Son of God, our Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, that's the truth, my friends. I rarely see the church taking a strong stand against the devil. And I rarely see a church actually intervening in people's lives who are bound to the devil utilizing their power and authority did not Jesus once said I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy nothing will harm you child of God he has given you The authority over the enemy. Jesus has also given you the power over the enemy too. Luke tells us about this in the Gospel of Luke chapter 9. When Jesus called the twelve together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons. And to cure diseases. Child of God, he has given you power over the enemy he's given you the authority by the means to exert the spiritual power to drive the enemy from you utilizing the authority and the power something believers rarely utilize as I just mentioned just moments ago this is something that's that's quite sad the church which has the power and the authority in Jesus Christ, rarely utilizes the authority that they possess. Over and over again, in Christian gatherings and churches and prayer meetings and Bible studies, I rarely see believers utilizing the authority and the power they have over the demonic. Why is that? I believe. There are seven major reasons why believers rarely utilize the authority that they have in Christ that I want to talk about. Seven primary reasons why believers rarely utilize the power they have in Jesus Christ. And I'm going to talk about that right after this brief intermission.
0: What's up? This is Michael Tate trying to count up how many times that Paul, one of the greatest Jesus freaks ever, escaped death. Several times, angry mobs tried to stone him. Once, he was even left for dead. Paul was bitten by a poisonous snake, robbed, thrown in jail a bunch of times, shipwrecked three times, and spent a whole night adrift at sea. He survived floods, starvation, and five separate whippings. Paul wasn't afraid to die. He even wrote, to live is Christ and to die is gain. But God had bigger plans. God used Paul to reach the Gentiles, encourage and challenge churches, write much of the New Testament, and be an example to you and I of how to trust and obey God's plan, no matter what.
2: Will you stand with the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com.
0: Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Come on, lift your hands up to.
1: authority they have in Christ over the demonic, even within their own lives. Why? I believe there are seven major reasons. Ignorance. Many church leaders and ministers are totally ignorant of the demonic supernaturalism that exists. Most pastors and leaders are unfamiliar with the ministry of casting out Of evil spirits. And as such. Do not want to delve into the area ministry. They know little of. So they don't teach it. In their congregations. They don't share any experiences. They're just unfamiliar with this whole area. And so. The people suffer. In the pews. In the prayer meeting. In the Bible study. Because the leaders. The ministers are not sharing. The biblical truths on this subject another reason disbelief many church leaders and ministers are allowing dispensationalism rationalism liberalism to affect their understanding of the bible and supernatural things this filters down to the congregation abuse is another reason There have been well-meaning ministers who have abused the ministry of deliverance and as such caused some to discard the need of the ministry, of the true ministry of biblical deliverance. Another reason, secret sins. Many ministers and believers are resistant to the ministry of deliverance because of secret sin in their own lives, which renders them ineffective in assisting those whom have demons. They know that their own hidden sins keep him or her powerless over the demonic. Another reason, having believed a lie. Say, when love for believers to believe the lie, which is that believers are immune from being demonized, being bought out. That's another reason why. You see the church in the Western world primarily being quiet on this subject. I actually know some ministers who have been bought out. Their sponsors, their supporters have threatened them by pulling out their financial support if they ever delved into this ministry. So essentially they have compromised. Another reason. Not having the Spirit of God. Some ministers and believers are resistant to the ministry of deliverance because of this. And this is found in the scriptures. The man without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God for their foolishness to them. And he cannot understand them because they are spiritually discerned. One reason why many in the church do not delve into this ministry because... Most of these people are are within the church, but not of the church. Big difference. There is a distinction. They attend the services. They carry their Bibles. They know some of the vernacular. They know the vocabulary, but they do not have the spirit of the living God within them. Perhaps you're listening to this broadcast, and you believe, though, that Jesus has given you the power and authority over the enemy. Now you need to utilize the authority that God has given you when you became and dwelt with the presence of the Holy Spirit at salvation. Don't know how? Just use it by faith. God has said it. That's right. God has said it. Believe it and use it. It's that simple. One, two, three. I remember flying over to Germany. For a series of youth meetings I was scheduled to speak at while over the Atlantic Ocean, I was seriously attacked by an evil an evil spirit, a demon. As it caused some incredible pain in my throat, I immediately became anxious and feared that somehow I wouldn't be able to speak. <laughs> see, see how the enemy can use a pain to afflict a believer? He fired a fiery dart, and I succumbed to the worries. I battled these strange pains and feelings for a few minutes until I realized I needed to battle this demon directly. So I conducted a self-deliverance. I spoke to the force causing the pain. I commanded the demon to stop and to leave me immediately. The throat pain ceased. The demon obeyed and left my presence one night while in front of an office building. I warred against an evil spirit that was literally on me. The vile spirit had not entered me but wanted to. For months I had been battling discouragement, and it got to the point where it was like a cloud hovering over me. I was extremely oppressed, and I knew the enemy was trying to destroy me through discouragement. So for several hours I faced the demons of hell, and in the name of Jesus, I battled them those who were bringing this discouragement upon me. Finally, after several hours, the discouragement lifted off, the demon released me, and I was finally liberated from the demonic oppression that I endured for many months. While in Houston, Texas, some time back, while conducting some prayer sessions with those tormented by evil spirits, I met up with a 65-year-old gentleman who had been tormented by an evil spirit that caused him to smell flesh 24 hours, 7 Days a week. Imagine that. It got so bad that he considered moving to the house, out of the house, hoping to free himself from from this vile smell. It didn't work. The smell followed him wherever he went, furthering his discouragement to torment. And for over two hours, we battled the demons that were causing him to smell the burning flesh. Eventually, we were able to see the man set free. And we ended our day with thanksgiving to God for what he had done. However, the next morning, I woke up in a panic, my friends. Why, you may ask? Well, I woke up panicking because I woke up smelling what seemed to be burning flesh. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. The smell got on me, and I was stunned on how the enemy was attacking me with this foul odor. For nearly an hour, I battled the evil spirit that brought the smell to me. I washed my face, nothing. I paced my hotel room, of course, nothing. I panicked, obviously nothing. I finally realized this was a spiritual battle that needed to be fought on a spiritual plane. So I began to read the scriptures and pray. It didn't leave me immediately. I then anointed my nose with oil and told the demon to leave. It finally left with its horrible odor. I was freed from Satan. In Matthew 7, we learn that with faith in Jesus, we can tell any mountain, disease, pain, demon affliction to go, and it will go. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, why couldn't we drive it out? He replied, because you have such little faith. I tell you the truth. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So next time you find yourself before in what seems to be an insurmountable situation, face an evil attack, a disease, an affliction, tell it to leave you in the name of Jesus, and it will leave. But remember, it takes perseverance to continue to battle against the devils and forces. Did not the Apostle Paul tell us in Ephesians 6? For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So, without doubt in your heart, tell the demons afflicting you to leave. In the name of Jesus. Command. In the name of Jesus, name the affliction, the demonic attack, the disease, the pain. To leave the body and mind in the name of Jesus Christ the Lord. And I believe the blood and the resurrection of Jesus Christ will overcome the power of the enemy. Try it. Try it even now. Speak to that pain. Speak to that torment. Speak to that disease in the name of Jesus. And free yourself. Free yourself from Satan. My friends, I bless you in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. (laughs)